Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Technology Uncorked. My name is Jeff Quattromani, and this show is brought to you by Navman. Now, last week, we did touch on the fact that there is a whole new range of Alta cameras available from Navman now, but I've been so fascinated to keep looking into the detail, and I cannot wait to get one of these in my hands, which I know is already on its way for testing. But the Navman MyView Alta Dashcam series is now not just for, you know, tradies with their work use, but it's also being made available to fit perfectly inside any vehicle. And this vertical format means that it will sit really perfectly alongside that pillar where your rear vision mirror normally sits, and it will sit right next to that, meaning it will be out of sight, out of mind. It will be doing its job, and you don't need to worry about it. Now, the good thing as well is given that it's so small in a vertical position, there's no screen on the back. And that means that with your smartphone, using the MyView Pro app, you'll instantly be able to view the footage as it's happened or, or at a later date after you've arrived home or whatever it could be to instantly download that footage and save it onto your device or to share it with social media or whatever it is, especially if it's a dash cams Australia or something similar. But the good thing here is you're going to get that full high definition 1080p with optimized day and night recording. And that's one of the big kickers here is actually having good recording, especially at nighttime, because you can't just rely on your headlights to project what's in front of you. And the other thing that's important to note is with these dash cams from, from Navman, you actually also get the SD card included, a 32 gig endurance SD card, meaning it won't melt in the dash cam and it will actually survive the entire trip and make sure it does keep those recordings for you. So it's important to look at all of the details. It's even more important to see what the footage looks like when you, uh, when you use it. But the MyView Alta starts at $329 and it's available now. I'll be getting one and I'll be doing a real comparison with other brands and give you a review on that in the near future. In the meantime, let's get on with the show. Rasembrasma, Jeff Quattromani, multi-Australian in Sydney. Tech expert, Jeff Quattromani. Jeff Quattromani, thank you very much from Sydney. Jeff Quattromani is here. And now it's time to talk technology with Jeff Quattromani. Jeff Quattromani. Hello everybody, thank you for tuning in. What the heck? Let's talk tech. And good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Whenever it is that you are listening to this show, welcome. Welcome to Australia's number one technology podcast. And thank you to those who have been shouting out the podcast, especially in private Facebook groups and wherever else you might be likely to share these and uh, get more attention on the podcast. It's always absolutely appreciated. Now, today on the show, we are doing a number of things. We're going to go through a stack of tech news. We're also going to try and touch on some Mother's Day gift ideas towards the end of the show for those who haven't got a clue what to get their, their mother um, or a mother in their lives. And uh, I think it's important that we do touch on that. And also, I will quickly say, even though we did the promo already, a dash cam is actually a really good Mother's Day gift and something that they will certainly be thanking you for more and more um, after they've actually been using it. And that's one of the things that I think dash cams do. You don't know how good it is until you actually need it. And, uh, and that's one of the real casing points. However, as always on this show, we do open something. We do drink something to uh, try and, you know, sit down together, you and I. Hopefully you're sitting down with something as well whether it's tea, coffee, wine, however it is that you like to enjoy this show. But today we've got a Bundaberg ginger beer. And it might sound a little bit strange to have that, but honestly, I've been to Bundaberg and I've done the tastings there. I'm not a big rum guy or whiskey guy, whatever it is that they make it at that place. But I do love the ginger beer. It's a, literally a ginger beer, but it's alcoholic and it's delicious. It's in a can, it's refreshing. And uh, I wasn't a ginger beer fan before because I'm not 80. But uh, when it's mixed with a little bit of alcohol, it kind of comes quite delicious. In a can, can't beat it. Anyway. We've moved on a little bit from that. It's normally wine, probably wine next week, but uh, a bit of ginger beer this week to, to kick, us going, kick us on. Now, starting with some news, and there's quite a lot to get through today. I'm going to try and go rapid fire and get us through this show and get you informed so that you can have an amazing day or evening ahead. Now, first of all, 
there is a new app available. It's called Smart Dreams. Now, we talk about artificial intelligence a lot on this show, but Smart Dreams is an app that will help you create bedtime stories or stories to tell your kids or stories for your kids to read. Not everyone can go out and buy a brand new book every day. Not everyone can come up with a new bedtime story every night. But Smart Dreams is a simple app that you can download. You basically tell the app your, your kid's favorite superheroes, your kid's name, um, your kid's favorite animal, favorite things to do, what their interests are. Give them a little bit of context. And what the app then does is automatically generate unique bedtime stories or stories for during the day, whatever it could be, um, that you can be reading to them or that they can be reading themselves depending on their age. I mean, it's just a brilliant way of having a new book to read every day or every week um, without having to go out and buy one and without having to think about whether your kids will like it or not because it already has their best interests at heart. It's a genius idea. I've been talking about this on the radio all week and there's been so much people fascinated by this because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that we would normally have a bookshelf full of books and you're thinking, oh gosh, which am I going to pull down and read tonight? Will they like it? I don't know. No, no, this is just an app that will already have everything they're interested in built into it. And every story generated will feature something that they will absolutely love to hear about. Makes sense. Smart dreams. Go download it. It's free. How smart can that be? Anyway, artificial intelligence obviously killing any children's books, writers, that uh, careers that they might have hoped they have. I'm sorry to hear that. R.L. Stein, Roald Dahl, who else I used to read as I, was, as I was a kid. Probably just those two. Paul Jennings. No, oh, no, there was a few. Anyway, moving on a little bit. This is actually straight to scams from... Smart dreams to scams. We're going to really bounce around the world a little bit in tech today. Uh, moving into scams here, the federal government in Australia is looking at putting in something that I really hope happens. So many of us, and you're probably listening to this thinking, yeah, I'm one of them, receive SMS scams. And it might say it's a message from the ATO or the linked toll provider or MyGov or Australia Post. A lot of them are fake. And a lot of them have you know, links in them that lead to websites that try and capture data. Um, and basically lead to you potentially losing money. And Australians do fall for it. I think we lost $3 million last month just to SMS-type scams. Like, it's, it's insane. So what the government's looking at doing is putting in place what they call an SMS sender ID registry. And what that really means, almost think about like in a Twitter sense. You can only have one ATO receiving messages on your phone. So if you receive an SMS on your phone and it says it's from the ATO, it will actually be that because that phone number which has you know, triggered that SMS has to be registered under a name. It's almost like having a verified Twitter account. We know it's you. We're going to make sure it's you. It's going to have a blue tick next to it effectively. And if you receive a message from Australia Post about a package, it's actually from Australia Post about a package. If you receive a message from Australia Lari Post, Maybe you'll easily be able to question it because, hey, the name is completely wrong. And that would be a unique registered name that some, maybe a scammer would try and register. But that's kind of putting yourself in front of the government saying, hi, I would like to register, um, you know, Kenyan Prince something. <laughs> and, and they might actually think, hang on a minute, this sounds a bit dodgy. The Kenyan Prince wants to have a sender ID. Maybe we don't want to allow that in. So that could be a nice way of just cutting down SMS scams, and Australians certainly need it because we certainly do fall for it. There's going to be obviously other ways that scammers will still get to us. They'll probably just still just blanket SMS without the name at the top, but they'll have a less, um, a lower success rate, and that'll be a good thing because they don't need our money. They can just go get a real job. DJI made an announcement, and look, I love I love flying a drone. I have a DJI Mavic Mini or something. It's old, old now, maybe three or four years old. But living on a, on a property, 
I have loved, and it's not a lazy thing, but I have loved flying the drone um, along the fence line or to the river to check how high it is or to literally check the condition of the fences um, or to check on the horses that we have down the back. Like there is something really convenient about just launching a drone and flying it somewhere that is so much faster than me walking down there, um, putting my shoes on, you know, there's a lot of effort. And if it's flooded, you know, we should be walking in floodwaters, right? So flying a drone is certainly a safer way of seeing things from up high in a very safe manner. Anyway, so I do like flying drones, but DJI made an announcement about a new drone. And honestly, it couldn't be more exciting. And the reason being is this. One, it's got three cameras. I mean, what, what, how, how do you make a drone better? Triple the amount of cameras on it. Three cameras on this thing basically mean that you can shoot in uh, well above 4K resolution, depending on the lens. You can have optical zoom, depending on the lens that you're choosing. And you could even be shooting at 120 frames per second, depending on the lens. And when you've got all these different options built into the one drone, you don't have to do anything. You could literally have this drone stationary and changing the lens that's used and capturing an entirely different shot every single time. But the real thing that I love about this isn't just the camera lens. I mean, that's great, but I, I like the camera that's even on my old drone. But the thing that I love about this is it's got a 43, a 43 minute battery life. Now, anybody who has flown a drone before would know that as soon as you launch and take off a drone, the first thing that you tend to pay more attention to than anything else is how much time you have left to fly. And I can tell you that my battery life is probably around that 15 minute mark. And as soon as I launch, I'm thinking, okay, if I take five minutes to fly it somewhere, I know I'm going to need that much to at least get it back. So you start to calculate, well, how much is my return time instead of this thing just having to land in the middle of nowhere and I have to go and fetch it myself or it runs out of battery and I completely lose it. So that 43 minute battery life means that you'll just be able to relax and actually think about the photo you're taking or the video you're capturing and immerse yourself in that and not so much worried about whether you're going to be able to get your drone back or not by the time you finish taking photos and videos. So it's an amazing benefit. However, in saying that, the Mavic Pro 3 or the Mavic 3 Pro, whatever this new one's, yeah, Mavic 3 Pro, it's expensive. We're talking about that $3,000 mark. You know, this isn't that, you know, simple first-time droner uh, product. This is a serious drone for serious video and serious photography. But having that extra battery life means you can really be serious and patient about the content that you're capturing. And I think anyone who is maybe looking to get their second drone, this would be something they would consider. Just make sure you've got the budget for it because uh, it ain't too cheap. But I'm sure it's absolutely worth it and will be a stack of fun. One other thing that came through this week uh, before I have to take another sip and have a breath, Amazon. Amazon have made an announcement after years. I think it was 2018, so probably a good four or five years now. Since its launch in 2018, Amazon Prime has gone from $6.99 and it's now going to take a 42% increase. And we're going to be paying $9.99 per month for the privilege of Amazon Prime. Now, it's important to note that while we've had it good at $6.99 uh, for the number of years that it has been going, you know, bouncing up to $9.99 doesn't automatically mean that I want to cancel it. Yes, it's a 42% increase and you can be staggered by that, by that metric. But the reality is, is that at $9.99, it's still one of my cheapest subscriptions that I have. Uh, but it also, while it does offer less video content or less really engaging video content, except when Clarkson's Farm is out, um, I actually do use the other benefits of Prime. That is Prime Music, which is a little bit like Spotify. It's not as good as Spotify, but it's pretty close. Um, I do use that. I certainly use the free shipping 
through Amazon Shopping. I use that a heck of a lot. And there's also a selection of eBooks that you can be downloading as well. So if you're somebody who is looking for a very value-added subscription plan, a little bit of music, a little bit of video, and a little bit of shopping, and some eBooks for $9.99 is still a very, very good deal. Uh, if you're making one or two purchases through Amazon Prime every month, you're going to get your money back from a shipping perspective um, straight away. Having the video and a little bit of music is just an extra bonus. So yes, the price has gone up and no one loves to see price increases. Neither. It's not my cup of tea, uh, but I think this had to have been long overdue. I think they may be held out for as long as possible. But I can tell you, like, literally, if I run out of peanut butter, peanut butter, like I run out of craft chunky nut peanut butter, I yell at the Amazon speaker, reorder it. It's there the next day. And I feel so bad for the, the guy who's probably an Amazon Prime driver who's being paid to drive to my house to drop off a fresh tub of peanut butter. But that's what Prime does is it allows you just to get things shipped to your door without even thinking about it. And it's just an incredible feature in that way. I think even during Easter, I got just one bag of um, Easter eggs delivered. Literally one bag that had maybe I don't know, a dozen Easter eggs in it. Just dropped off at the door. Because why not? You just want to get it? Get it. And now one thing I have been doing, um, St. Ali, the coffee company, they're now on Amazon Prime. I got coffee beans delivered from them the other day. But just before checkout, I added a bottle of 12, uh, 19 Crimes uh, wine, the Snoop Dogg one, the, the California Cabernet. Um, and it's obviously a delicious bottle of wine, with really good value. But I mean, that's just what Prime does. I get my coffee and wine now delivered overnight. Why wouldn't you? I, I, I lied. There is one other thing I need to talk about before we get into Mother's Day gifts, and it's from Ecovacs. I had a delivery this week, and naturally, that, that's not the reason why I'm talking about this, but it was nice to get another smash cake. If anything happens with Ecovacs, you just know you're getting a smash cake. And the smash cake was literally just chocolate and lollies, and I'm on a sugar high ever since then. But um, the real excitement here isn't just the fact that I, I got a sugar high. What are you going to get out of it? Well, you might be excited to know that there is a new uh, vacuum slash mop robot cleaner coming on sale. Less than $1,000. And that's the headline. Less than $1,000 for the Ecovacs N10 Plus. Now, this is serious value. And honestly, I think it will, act, will not be detrimental to Ecovacs, but I would struggle to recommend to most people why they would need anything more than this. Now, Ecovacs makes some incredible premium, super premium robot cleaners, um, ones that you know literally clean the, clean the mopping pads, refill the mop, and so on. But for the majority of people, the Dbot N10 Plus, which is the one they've just launched, is really the one that I'll be recommending to somebody when they say, "I need a, I want to buy a robot vacuum cleaner. Which one should I get?" Because at less than a thousand dollars, it's not. It's still expensive. From you know, it's not like people have a thousand dollars to throw around, but you get the most value from it. This is something that is going to vacuum your floors and do a really good job of it. They have two brushes at the front. Um, they suck as good as a pretty normal vacuum cleaner, to be honest. They can go on carpets. They adjust suction for carpets compared to tiles. Um, and, even, and they get into corners. That's what those two brushes at the front are really good at. They really do get into corners. The navigation from Ecovacs has always been fantastic, and I, and I love that feature. Um, you know, you can literally be finished in the kitchen, and then you just tell your smart speaker to get the vacuum to clean the kitchen and it will go in there and vacuum it. But what's more, because it has got the mopping feature as well, it's got a little scrubber at the back that literally runs around and scrubs your hard surfaces. And that is better than you bending down with a wipe 
and trying to do your best. So, you know, that little mopping process at the same time is fantastic. And then when it gets back to the dock, it will empty the garbage into its little own bag inside the thing. And you only have to empty that maybe once a month, if you're lucky, depending how much rubbish you've got lying around. And, and then it will recharge. And if it needs to head out again, it can. Yes, with this one, you would need to refill the mopping water yourself. But I think you'll manage. You know, I think you'll be okay. Uh, but it's just at $1,000, it's, it's genius. It's a really good, perfect fit for the market. Uh, it's, it's going to do a stellar job. It looks sexy and white. Uh, I think I've been seeing this on Three Birds videos lately that they're starting to put Ecovacs robots in their new housing renovations because it looks good. It does a great job. The navigation is fantastic. It's one of those set and forget sort of robots that you can get. And at less than $1,000, it now feels like it's much more affordable. So, you know, it's worth checking out. It's worth heading into like your Godfrey's and your other retailers and actually seeing this one, compare it to the others that are on the market and make a decision for yourself. But I can tell you that under a thousand bucks, it'd be very hard to look at a RoboRock or any other brand that's trying to enter the market and be competitive in that um, price point because this one will do everything. And the app from Ecovacs is, is bloody brilliant. Um, so yes, if you don't have a robot vacuum at the moment, I know in Mother's Day, it might be a sensitive topic to get your mom or your wife a, uh, a robot vacuum for Mother's Day, but maybe you can get it for yourself and just feel like you're treating that special woman in your life and saying, well, look, it kind of got that spot that you always tend to miss, honey. I don't know. I don't know how those conversations go, but uh, I do like my robot vacuums. Now, let's get into some other Mother's Day gifts that may not get you in the doghouse. Let's talk about some real Mother's Day gifts that could really make your mum, mum's day, or a mother in your life's day. Let's go. Now, Mother's Day is literally around the corner. However, you have got at least a weekend and some delivery time should you need to be getting into shopping while listening to this, this show. Now, I'm going to go quick fire on some stuff, just some rapid ideas that you could be thinking about getting. Um, I don't necessarily recommend, you know, huge techie stuff uh, for the mum in your life. But here are some things that they're going to absolutely love to use and they're going to run straight towards them. First of all, I'm going with e-readers. I think things like the Amazon Kindle, um, the Kobo and others are awesome options as a mum. It means that they're going to have a break. It means that they're going to spend some time reading and not having to look after you and the kids and whatever else. Uh, but it also means that it's easy to carry thousands of books on one device. There is nothing better than having an e-reader instead of a bookshelf full of books. And also, you can easily download books from like the Kindle store or the Kobo store. And if we go back to what we were talking about before with Prime, they could have the, the Prime book selection just available at their fingertips to download, read. If they don't like it, delete it, download another book. It's better than just taking a big old chunky piece of paper off the shelf and getting into it. The other part to that as well is if they're not the kind who like to sit down and read, Audible is something I've been using a lot. Um, obviously, BorrowBox for free books, but I think Audible has been so cool. Um, and I've been enjoying using uh, Audible as well. So if they're not into reading, but they do like their books, maybe Audible is the way to get that sorted out for them as well. So there's certainly that. Now, we've heard a lot in the past about fitness gadgets. And yes, you could easily go and get a Fitbit or something similar or an Apple Watch if your budget allows. I always recommend to people, first of all, look at their smartphone and know what smartphone they have before you consider a gadget for them. No point getting an Apple Watch for someone who has a Samsung phone, for example, but also test the waters. You know, actually pay attention to whether this person is going to be wanting a 
fitness gadget like a wearable as well. Because if you're suddenly buying new shoes or new joggers or a new um, fitness gear, you're thinking, okay, well, they're actually kind of getting back into their fitness. I know it's winter in Australia, but if that's a sentiment that you're feeling, then yes, a, a new Fitbit or something like that will be something that they'll absolutely love. But again, pay attention. Don't just surprise somebody with a Fitbit when they didn't think they needed to be more active. You don't want to, again, you don't want to end up in the doghouse over something like this. So it's something I do recommend paying a little bit of attention to. Now, there's also this element of convenience when it comes to gifts. And one thing that I have loved in the past is products from Ember. Ember make mugs or travel mugs that maintain heat. So if your mum or a mother in your life drinks a lot of tea or coffee, maybe they're on the go a lot, maybe they're so busy that sometimes their tea or coffee gets cold and they have to reheat it, um, then Ember make self-heating mugs. And that means that you can make a coffee into it and then you can literally, from an app on your phone, keep the temperature at 40, 50 degrees or whatever their preferred drinking temperature is, and it literally will stay at that temperature until they finish the beverage inside it. The travel mug lasts for hours, whereas the Ember mug um, sits on a saucer like a wireless charging pad, and while it's on that saucer, it will just continue to stay warm. That, again, is one of those convenience things that actually is thoughtful and not offensive in any way, shape, or form. We've touched on the robot vacuums before. And that one's, I think, pretty, pretty well sorted. Again, you decide on the sensitivity of that one. But then there's also going to be things like, like Dyson. Dyson have um, the bladeless fans. They've got the air purifiers. Um, you know, these are things that you'll know whether that would be a good gift idea as well. Is it something that they would need with hot and cool functions as well as the air purifying? That can be a huge benefit. I love the idea of people getting um, bedtime chargers. So obviously, most people charge their phone on their bedside table. Knowing whether they have an iPhone or other, otherwise is important because you'll know whether you need a MagSafe charger or just a wireless charging pad. But a wireless charger on the bedside table to me is, is a no-brainer. No fiddling around for cables when you're going to bed or when you wake up in the morning. You just put it onto a pad and they can look really good these days, whether it's from Belkin, uh, Sateki, Mophie. There's some, always some really good choices in that space. And there's also ones that have dual charging options, meaning they could charge their wireless headphones like their AirPods and their smartphone at the same time. So when they wake up in the morning, both are freshly charged, both are ready to go. If they've got an Apple Watch, there are some that also integrate an Apple Watch charger. And from Belkin and other brands, you'll find some that have stands, meaning the screen can be upright. It can be in a different position so that maybe when they wake up in the morning, they can easily glance over and see the time without having to actually touch the phone and wake it up and things like that. So uh, I, I think they're a brilliant gift. If they've already got one on the bedside table and they love it, one for the desk. Honestly, there's the other place where I have a wireless charger is on my desk. It's always there. As soon as I sit down, I just place it on the stand and my phone is getting a charge. I think it's just a simple and brilliant thing to have. Now, the other thing always is going to be headphones. Headphones is always a big one. Because we talked about the whole fitness gadget thing. And if you think that there is someone in your life that is um, doing a lot more walking, maybe they just spend more time outside, they like to listen to music. If you know someone who has a very old pair of earbuds or wired headphones, then you know this will also be a good gift. Now, one of the ones that I'm going to recommend, and it's a little bit left field from your typical AirPods and other brands, is the one that I've been testing from LG. The LG Tone Free, I'll give you the exact model that I have. It's the UT90Q. Why couldn't they just have a simple name? But LG Tone Free, you're going to be able to look at and look it up. The model that I have, and the reason that I like this, 
is obviously they're just simple buds, but they have spatial audio, meaning the sound is like standing in the middle of the band while they play around you. It's got a wireless charging case, so you can easily charge it, no problems there. It's got multi-point and multi-pairing, so it could be connected to their computer when they're um, on Zoom calls and stuff like that, but then if their mobile phone rings or their smartphone rings, it immediately switches to take that call. You know, there's some amazing benefits of having multi-pairing. So obviously you can use it for phone calls and whatnot, um, but it's also got sweat and water resistance. So if they do go to the gym or, or if they're active, you don't have to worry about that. But the reason I bring up the gym is the important part because the case itself, the case itself can be plugged in to a treadmill in the gym, the case. And then when you put the buds on, the buds will take the audio from the treadmill. So if they're at a gym where the, t- where the treadmill has a TV, that immediately means that they'll be able to wirelessly listen to the treadmill audio by plugging the case into the treadmill and they Bluetooth their buds to the case. It's a brilliant, brilliant thing. Now, the last part, when they do put the buds back into the case, it's got this UV lighting cleaning system that basically means that you'll have um, no bacteria left on your earbuds by the next time you wear them. So there's a number of things. Beyond all that, I always love smart speakers. I've always loved smart speakers. If they don't have one in their bedroom, they should have one. They should absolutely have one. If they don't have one in the kitchen, they should have one. The Nest Hub Max is one of my favorite smart displays. If they don't have one in the kitchen, they should have one. Um, Being able to set timers in the kitchen, being able to listen to music, play the latest news update, watch TV, uh, watch Netflix, watch YouTube videos on this smart display, it carries huge advantages in the kitchen. We use ours every single day. But the other part to it as well, if you have any photos saved on Google Photos, you can get select photos to play on that smart display. So for for mum, that could mean seeing photos of their kids, photos of loved ones, um, photos of last holidays, and the amount of times that we'll walk past our kitchen smart display and an image will pop up from a holiday on this day six years ago or something like that. And you go, wow, do you remember that trip? Do you remember that day? It, it starts conversations. And I really recommend smart displays to people. They do cost around that 150 to 200 mark, depending on the size of the display. Um, they are usually on special these days, which is another thing to worth paying attention to. Um, And then obviously I'll finish with this. I'll finish with smartphones. Now, yes, I'm not talking about a $1,000 smartphone. Um, The Galaxy A series has become very, very affordable. The Pixel 6a is a very affordable phone. Even the iPhone SE, if you want to stick with something in the Apple camp, that's where you could be going as well. So plenty you could do there. Now, I will quickly touch on one thing. Right before Mother's Day, uh, there is a company making an announcement. they're a search engine company. There's a company making an announcement before Mother's Day, and they will be announcing a device that I would recommend potentially holding out for. So if you are looking at seriously buying a smartphone for mum, maybe just wait till next week's episode, and I can tell you about something that they have announced and will be on sale. Worst case, you give your mum a voucher or a, uh, a receipt to say it's coming, something like that. So if you are really considering a smartphone and you're happy to go with an Android camp, maybe wait till next week's episode to find out exactly which one that should be. If you have any questions, any questions about what to get mum for Mother's Day, you've got a specific thought, you've got a specific question or category that you're thinking about, get in touch. I'm happy to respond to any messages served via Twitter, Instagram, email. If you find my phone number, you can SMS me. Um, Honestly, you find whatever way you like to get hold of me and I'm the sort of person that will respond to you. Uh, Most listeners here, well, I don't know most listeners here, but a lot of listeners today are probably nodding saying, yes, he does respond. And uh, I wish there was a way you could all talk to each other. But anyway, you can't. 
Well, maybe you can if you jump on my Facebook page and uh, jump into the comments and have a question, have a chat. Maybe other people, other listeners will be able to help you as well. Stay safe. Look after each other. Happy shopping. And if you have any questions, do get in touch. We'll speak to you next week on Australia's number one technology podcast. My name is Jeff Quattromani. You've been great. Bye-bye.